Hi, everyone. This is Catching Up with the Nerds with your hosts, Tom and JC. This is a podcast about two dads that are catching up on all the nerdy stuff we missed, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids and deep dive into nerdy pop culture to make it more accessible for you, our listener. I'm one half of your podcast host. This is uh, Juan Carlos Caray, but everybody calls me JC. Uh, I am currently in Portland, but I'm originally from Honduras. Uh, before living in Portland, I was living in London where I met Tom. And before that, in the States. And before that, I was uh, originally from Honduras, as mentioned. And I've got two lovely kids, uh, an 11-year-old named Aiden, a five-year-old named Arabelle, and I'm married to an amazing woman called Fiorella. Uh, we all call her Fio. Uh, and uh, I am very much into graphic novels. That's kind of been my bag. And I love video games and movies and series and all, all things nerdy. And I uh, love to talk about it with Tom. Excellent. I am Tom Arnold. I'm the other half of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> originally from France, as you can hear, uh, a thick accent coming through the microphone. Uh, moved to the UK about 20 years ago, which is where we met. Uh, not that long ago, about 10 years ago, I think. something like that. Um, What else? I've got two lovely kids also. Uh, Emily, 11, who's the same age as Aiden, make the connection there. And Louis, who's almost four. Uh, I'm married to Elizabeth, who is uh, also named Liz. <laughs> I like the queen. Um, what else do I have? Who is also lovely, uh, as she'll be listening to this. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm very much into video games, uh, retro gaming, all new, whatever. You know, I play everything. Uh, I love comics, movies, the Marvel Universe, Batman, that's me, um, and a little bit of anime. All right, so last episode, we talked about the PlayStation list of recommendations we would uh, get to ourselves and our kids, and hopefully your kids, if you're listening. Um, so we're moving on today to the Microsoft Xbox um, list of recommendations. Yeah. Shall I start? Yeah, go for it, man. Start. So w- with this one, I never, full disclaimer, I never owned an Xbox. So this is games yeah. that I've played that are cross-platform that also would apply for Xbox. Uh, so yeah, I would definitely love to hear your thoughts on what All your right. picks are. All right. Good disclaimer, good disclaimer. I don't think, uh, yeah, it's it's fine though. There's, there's a bunch of, like you say, cross-platform. So you, we'll, we'll stick them into that category and pretend we played Xbox. Um, but anyway, for our, um, Xbox owners out there, uh, I'll go first then. Um, I'm starting with um, the Lego Harry Potter version. <laughs> Uh, which I believe, if I go back into my notes, was released about, what was it, 2016? Am I talking rubbish? Um, maybe a bit earlier than that. Maybe I should have uh, got that somewhere. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter when it was released. We don't care about that. Um, so <laughs> it's, um, it's, um, well, it is what it is. It's literally um, the part of the Lego world of video games uh, where it's those beautiful graphics uh we've uh, <laughs> we've seen on every single lego games that's been released so it's uh, it's following the storyline of the harry potter films so the, the way the game is set up uh, and the, the version i own um is i think year one all the way to year six how many how many harry potter films are there yeah there's seven actually like the seven years at school primary school but did they break up the last one into two I think they break the last. Yeah, they do break up the last one into two, but I think the last one is like year six, and then it goes into year seven. Which, by the oh, way, no. they're not. Um, 
<laughs> they're not actually taking they're just uh trying to stay alive in the last one yeah pretty um, much yeah. and um hang on, i'm just thinking yeah 2016 i wasn't wrong i wasn't wrong that's when it came out um so the, each every single game is following the, the pattern of the books and the movies and you start as a young harry potter and then you finish the game as the older you know uh, young adult uh harry potter um I think you you know it's it's nothing that's too different from the rest of the uh, Lego games out there. Yeah, that was my question. It's like, why would you pick this one over the other Lego games? Because they've got the Avengers game, they've got the Jurassic Park game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a bunch of and, and all of them. By the way, all of them I, I think highly recommendable for the kids. So, like, they're yeah. they're super like fun loving games that if you're in if the kids are into any of those properties, it's very easy to dive in because it feels like you're playing the movie pretty much, right? So that, that's why, exactly why this one or the other one. Yeah, that's exactly that. It's, it's because you're playing the movie, and um, my daughter Emily is, is is a huge Harry Potter fan. You know, she everything she does is Harry Potter related. Um, most of, most of the discussions and and chats that she has with her friends are Harry Potter related. I mean, the ones she's talking, you know, sharing with us. Oh. <laughs> Those discussions <laughs> sharing with us are, are Harry Potter related. Um, so she she's well into that. So it's a perfect game for me to get her into playing a little bit more, and, and play something else than Minecraft. Um, yeah. And also, it was back in the days where I picked up my first um, Xbox 360, um, and the, one of the games I got on the uh, part of the package was um, Lego Harry Potter. So I was like, you know what, it's perfect. Oh. Um, so I wanted her to get used to different console, different con- uh, consoles, and different controllers. Um, so we. Well, I got her to play that version on the Xbox, and uh, that's it. That's that. That's all it is, really. It's it's just out of convenience, and I guess, and 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 I know that would get her hooked up to the story. You know, this she already knows. She's read the books. She's seen the movies multiple times. So for her, it's not it's not something that she'll have to, you know, if if she doesn't really pay attention to the story, you know, as as kids do a lot, you know, she, they just. Uh, get into their own world and, and forget about the storyline from time to time. Um, yeah. She would know what's still, you know, still is going on. And it's, and it's a very kids-friendly movie, you know, um, game, sorry, not movie, where you just go around and, and complete a bunch of tasks and, you know, you just break up. You can, you can, you can smash the entire, um, I was going to say set, the entire, <laughs> the entire <laughs> level if you want to, to collect yeah. a bunch of uh, uh, Lego bricks. Yep. So it's quite cute. And, it, and, it's, and it, there's no violence in it. You know, everything yep. is uh, extremely cute. Um, so there's there's no there's no bad surprise in those games, um, but the fact that it's st- this sticking to the story because that's something that sometimes um, I find it's not annoying, but it can, it can be a bit um, a, a bit much. Is when a video game that is based off a movie or a bunch of a series of books sometimes they deviate into something completely different, yeah. which is great. You know, it's cre- you know being creative is awesome. But sometimes I want to play a story that I've read or a, a movie that I've watched. Uh, and that's literally what it is. So sometimes if you get stuck in a room and you don't know what to do, you just have to remember what the film um, or what Harry ah, Potter did in the movie. And you're like, oh, actually, he did this to that character. So if you go and talk to that guy, that'll ha- unlock the next level or the next chapter or whatever. All right. um, I think that's it. Yeah, so um, greatly recommended. It's it's um, They're not actually as short as I thought they would be in terms of, of duration, um, game duration. So they, they, they won't be finished in five minutes. Um but they're great fun for the kids. I think if you can find one ser- Lego series that um, matches your kids' interest in a movie or well, actually some, many movies, right? 
because they did yep. Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, and oh yeah, they got a bunch of them, Lord yeah. of the Rings and stuff like that. So yeah, oh Marvel, of course. Um, yeah. So depending on what what your kid is into, um, you know, I could I could have said you know Mar- uh, Lego Marvel superheroes that that would have been the same. Like it's it's yeah. an, an easy game, but you could uh, you could as well pick that up. It's the same. <laughs> they just reskin the whole game, you know, to fit. Um, put a bunch of characters with nothing new or added into gameplay and stuff like that. But yeah, first and, recommendation. And, yeah. yeah, and I think one of the things we're saying is that like, well, well, gameplay across the games tends to somewhat be repetitive in some situations. Yeah. What's cool is like it's an e- it's it's a more natural way of having the kids move away from Fortnite into properties they're familiar with, right? Because if there's a if they're Marvel fans, if they're DC fans, if they're Harry Potter fans, uh, whatever it may be, uh, Lord of the Rings is like there's one for everyone that at least allows them to take on a longer form adventure rather than just a, the constant repetition. So that's cool, dude. Love the recommendation. Yeah. Uh, all right. So for, for my recommendation, uh, I'm going to kick off with Portal 2, which is not necessarily associated directly with Xbox. You can find it across platforms. And I think actually it might even been originally a PC game. Uh, but if you've played Portal at all, uh, Portal 2 is just basically a continuation of it. And you can go into either one. Portal 2, I think, is kind of the slight better one. Uh, but it is a game where you, it feels like a first-person shooter, but when you're shooting, Shooting, you're not actually shooting anyone you're actually shooting portals and what yep. you do is like you shoot a portal into a wall and you can walk through that portal and it basically drops you in another section of the room so you have to create a portal to go into it and a portal that's coming out and it's basically a puzzle game because you have to try to maneuver the 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 task that needs to be done in the room by basically putting portal portals in different areas to walk through. Uh, but it gets super complicated really quickly where like, there'll be like things falling from the ceiling, like a, like a drip of lava or something. And you've got to create a portal under it. So lava then like flows into this other container that gets heated up that then like sparks this other machine that opens a door. And then you have to like find a portal to get to that door. So it's this really long, complicated, like, process each time but it's just it forces you to think a few steps ahead that's one of the things that I absolutely loved about it um it was actually one of the games when uh, aiden was very into uh, bed wars and minecraft they started playing and without me pushing him to do it he just grav- naturally gravitated to it because he he loves any game that's like a problem solving game and this was awesome because also like some of the puzzles are genuinely hard and you can find a lot of YouTube tutorials around like how to beat them and stuff. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's a type of game that you can probably beat. I think it's probably like a four to five hour one, if I'm not mistaken. So it's not like su- super, super long. Um, but uh, a lot of people actually like compete, like they, they play it competitively uh, to see how fast you can beat the game. Because there's people that beat it in like 45 minutes and stuff. And when, when I hear that and you see the complexity of the game, it just blows your mind. They're able to remember all those patterns that quickly. So it's almost yeah, like a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, yeah, it's like you just got to remember patterns in it and then to be able to jump through them. And yeah, super fun, recommended, uh, not violent, but at the same time, very engaging. If your kid's a problem solver, this is totally a game for them. Is it, is it a two players game? You can play two. Uh, you, you have like a companion um, that can play with you and you can take all the puzzles together. That's only in Portal 2 though, not Portal 1. All right. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think I actually bought it for the PlayStation 3. It's not oh, cool. Into it. um, I think I bought it somewhere. Oh no, for the, X, for the 360. I think I got Portal 1 but I've never actually tried it. So I, I might jump on that. Fantasy. yeah it's, it's a it's a fun one man uh so yeah that's my recommendation for xbox go check it out 
All right, cool. The next one for me, it's uh, it's a very, very beautiful game called um, Ori and the Blind Forest, which is a 2D platformer. And well, it's, it's a puzzle platform game. Um, and if you've not seen anything or if you're not into platformer puzzle games, um, go on, I would suggest you go on YouTube and um, watch some of the gameplay. It's, it's, um, it's nothing out of the uh, you know, ordinary in terms of platformer, but like, the graphics are absolutely yeah. um, breathtaking. Um, so you play, you play, obviously, <laughs> you play the character named Ori. Uh, and you go through a beautiful um, forest trying to, I think you're trying to save the forest or something like that. It's, it's a lot of, uh, lot of writing and a lot of talking in that game. And I gave up listening after a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> the graphics is what, where it's at. It's, it's um, made by Microsoft. I think at the, at the, oh. when it came out, I believe back in 20, again, near my dates, 2015. Um, on Windows and the Xbox One, um, obviously being developed and, and, and distributed by Xbox. It was an Xbox exclusive at the time, but it came out on Switch. So that's why I was going to put that one on my Switch list, but then I, I decided to go for the Xbox version instead. Uh, it came out on the Switch in 2019, so that's when I picked it up again. Yep. Um, but it's on the Xbox and it looks absolutely amazing. It's very, um, it's very chilled. It's very chilled out yeah. uh, in terms of a vibe it's very um eco-friendly i think is the word yeah. you do you do um go through a bunch of enemies but again the attacks this there's nothing violent um with it the, the the spirit of the game is it's a platformer right you jump on on, yeah. on enemies you you've got this little um dash attack where you just literally um, um throw you know you just throw laser beams at enemies and stuff yeah. like or um thunder you know whatever it is it's it's very well done i think i think this one for me apart from the story the the the, the visuals is where uh, yeah. this one stands you know stand apart from the rest um the music is also very great so it's 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 one of those games that is um it's more of an experience thing you know it's like you have to you have to play it you have to you have to um, i don't think it's a two players game though so i don't know if you can really share that with uh you know play yep. sit down and play with your kids but it's it's one that you would not make them aggressive in any way, shape, or form. They'd be so relaxed at the end of it. Even though, again, you go through a bunch of enemies, but that's beside the point. Well, but and, and also for for everybody out there that isn't familiar with the term platformer, um, it, it, think about games like Super Mario Brothers and how it was like scrolling sideways across the screen, and you're trying to complete a level, and then it would start again the next level. That's basically anytime we talk about platforms, that's what we're talking about. And for me, this is a really interesting conversation because um, the the format of platformers hasn't necessarily changed in the years. They just make them harder and harder. But the but I think the to your point, like the visuals are around them right so we talk about this game one is like dude all your recommendations have just been like amazing to look at um they've been such beautiful games uh but then you look at what they're doing in terms of the visuals for those games so you get you take this game you were talking earlier about cuphead right which is an oh, yeah. incredibly difficult difficult platformer uh, especially kids that are into like a big challenge that's like a great one but the visuals are just stunning yeah. right and and then you when i saw this game it made me think of hollow knight oh, yeah, yeah. uh i yeah. feel like 
I feel like there's some shared DNA there where it's like just like the 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 use of light within the game and how like things illuminate and just like the the what the setting looks like is very fantastical and stuff. Uh, just uh, is is one of those that you want to, to your point, play for the experience uh, of just like taking in all those amazing visuals and graphics and then making your way through the game, right? Because they're still super fun to play. I mean, that one's but uh, that game has won a bunch of awards as well. I was looking at that. Um... So you know you can't go wrong with this one. It's it's. Uh, I think it's also going very for very cheap right now. So if um, if you're looking for for a good game of for you know your Christmas shopping, that'll be yeah. You want to pick up that thing at the moment. Totally, totally. totally. Sounds awesome. Uh, cool, dude. Thanks for the accommodation. Um, for my next pick, uh, I will stay in the platformer. Uh, world for a little bit uh, and my recommendation is Rayman Legends so this is a game that same um, Aiden and I picked up a couple of years ago started playing and it was one of the games that I noticed that whenever he has friends over there's always like that moment of just like are they into the same games and then you realize that some of the kids are into completely different games than he is and that's always like like oh there's nothing we want to play because it's like he he's into this or she's into that and i'm into this um and rayman legends was one of those games that he was instantly able to pick up and play with anyone because it's just very easy to get into the game so rayman r-a-y-m-a-n um and it's super easy to play but the cool part is that the two-player mode is so fun because what what happens is like as you're progressing and it's once again we're back to kind of the platformer world so it's like side-scrolling game as you progress through the various challenges within the, the that particular level if your partner gets left behind they just like pop into this bubble and follow yeah. you and you've got to pop them out of the bubble to like drop in and play again so if there's like a particularly difficult part i would just let myself die and then like i would be the bubble and like aiden would get me through that section and then just pop me and then we keep playing or else it's like dad was like holding him back for too long yeah, <laughs> so, and, and then you take all the credit uh, totally and again it was like see told you we could do it carried you carried you totally um, it's it's funny because you, it's funny you mentioned rayman because i, I actually um used that game because he came out not not rayman legends but i think rayman comment with the the actual full name of the game but rayman that that came out on sega saturn so sega saturn oh. for everyone that's not familiar with, uh, with that console. very yeah, nice um that's a console that came out around 95 96 and that was oh, yeah. uh, um threat to the playstation one um but not really yeah it it, it didn't pan out that way but it Uh, it came out just before the ps1 on that note though check out our our episode on the launch of playstation one you might hear more about it indeed Um, see that plug see what see what i did there see what i did there beautiful plug we're learning we're learning (laughs) and and so i I got i I used that game to um, introduce the saturn to emily Uh, i thought it was a good platformer to um to do that you know it's it's uh it looks beautiful even though the game is what 95 when was that that's 20 20 some 25 years ago god yeah um so the game is 25 years old itself so you know and it still holds up to this day graphically because it's hand-drawn graphics yeah. uh, oh really to the to the to the well hand-drawn yeah it's the, the art style is the sort of hand-drawn yeah. graphics yeah. um and it's 2d and that's what the sega saturn was really good for it's colorful 2d games uh, so you know, again, if you it's a segue, if you want to get into retro re- retro gaming and uh, get yourself a Sega Saturn, it's better than the PlayStation One. Anyway, oh, okay. going back, <laughs> it flopped everywhere in the world, around the world, except for Japan. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think it's one of those. It's like it it became popular 
After. in the retro world right it's yeah. like it's one of those it's like now it's like it's, it's kind of like the vinyl of that time where it's like oh let's go back and play that because there's some depth to it that i'd never appreciated in those days and now I do, it's right? the cool kid it's the cool kid of the, the retro world there you go we'll talk about it one day we'll i'm sure we'll get on to that topic at some point fair enough so my final recommendation for the day um i'm gonna go with batman arkham asylum i can't nice. say those words love that um, game yeah, it's a great game. came out in 2009, and it's a action-adventure game, uh, which is seen from a third-person perspective, so you're yep. seeing Batman from behind. That's really cool. It's a sexy thing. Yep. Um, this one is slightly more violent, so that would be more for a, a, a oh, yeah. an older... <laughs> yeah, slightly, you know, uh, understate, understatement of the year. But, you know, it's, it's made for... A more mature audience but i guess your you know teenage kids can play that would, yeah. would you say let's say 14 15 year olds that, that's actually fine depending on, again on your sensibilities because if we're comparing it to like red dead redemption and like last of us i feel like this is more tame what's your take than last than last of, oh yeah yeah last of, yeah absolutely the last of us and and um it's i don't i think it's playing it i don't i don't remember anything that seeing anything that you wouldn't expect from a batman game yeah exactly um, especially with the the sort of dark um dark vibe that it's got you know it's 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 based in an asylum so what do you expect so <laughs> w- would you give this if this were a movie would you give it an r rating or a pg-13 i think it's a good way of like explaining it to people because like God of War would be a, a an R, right? Oh yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. And then is this like, it, it, how does this compare to like violence that, that kids would see no matter what in like Birds of Prey or like in a Marvel movie? Is it like that type of PG thirteen violence? Yeah, it's it's slightly darker than uh, than a Marvel movie, I'd say, because of the the, hmm. se- the setting of the games, right? Because of where it's yeah. taking place in a mental hospital, mental institute. So that's that's already strike one right there. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't say it's it's gory violence. I'd say it's it's um, it's I don't know if strong violence as well. Because I don't remember seeing any blood or you know like body parts exploding everywhere and you know. Yeah, guts. exactly. I think it's more like the the sort of Batman violence you would come to expect from a game. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, you'll 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 drop from the ceiling and just you know knock everyone out. <laughs> and that's I think yeah. that's the sort of violence you get. It's it's I would rate it the same that you would rate a Batman film. Yeah, uh, like yeah. more of the Nolan, Christopher Nolan, um, correct series, right? That, that's um, how it's here too. Yep. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's anything. You know, if your kid's been playing Call of Duty, they they'll be more than able to handle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Batman for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because that, that's that's one of the things that to me is kind of interesting about um, uh, this particular franchise is that everything got like a lot darker. Um, as far as the game and like the world building around it, I think yeah. it's cool. And I think that it makes it relatable to like the Fortnite players in that it is a third person perspective, right? In terms of it's not a side platform or it's a third person perspective that's similar to, to Fortnite. Uh, the, while the violence like Fortnite is not like overly gratuitous, um, there is a lot of like shoot 'em up, right? It's like, there's, you gotta catch the bad guys. And there's like, and as usual, like Batman does his thing. He's got all the tools and stuff like that and all the weapons. Uh, so it gives them like that range of like, oh, go find the next weapon, go like fi- discover this next part of the world. But you take out the, the map is shrinking part, right? So yes. it makes it a longer, more engaging game. It's, um, and definitely there's a lot more, there's a lot more thinking involved because even though it's, it's, um, 
uh, as we said, it's an action adventure game. There's a lot of there's a lot of platforming elements to it also yeah. that you've got to jump from A to B to get access to that tiny window over there so you can get into the the, the base or whatever. So it's it's there's a lot of thinking and and trying to understand and connect the dots and trying to understand where you get a, where you have to go next and what lever you have to pull and all stuff else. Yeah. It's it's uh, there's a bit of thinking behind it. It's not just um, pure brawler you know going in there god of war style and destroy everything yeah. there's there's yeah. a bit of um uh finesse i think yeah. is the word you want to use so, yeah and it, totally and and the the gameplay i feel like this is the game that kind of like helped set up spider-man right it's like this is a game that 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 mm. crawled so that spider-man could run in terms of like just discovering gotham was yeah. like super fun but not nearly as i think open and like like cool as as really like spider-man does it so it's another one that, that i feel like it's one of those games that like meant something when it came out and so it's a cool one to like talk to the kids about and stuff they can see the the, the through line between like this and other games that they've played and how they kind of like changed the game yeah. really yeah i guess i guess there's a connection to like you said the spider-man um i'm just trying to, uh, have you played the other um, batman game that came out after that i can't remember the actual um no but i've wanted to yeah there's been a couple actually they look all very good um so yeah no i have not had enough time to to get to those uh but what's again all all i would think recommendable i don't think any of them are like a hard r uh sort of game i think they'll be like in the very much in the pg-13 because at the end of the day it's like remember like batman doesn't really kill people at the end of the day right that's Uh, his philosophy that's that's his brand so Mm uh it's uh there you go strong recommendation uh so so uh, moving on to the next one, uh, I will keep mine very similar and kind of to the point. Um, we, I'm recommending the Marvel's Avengers game. Uh, yes. While there are, like in terms of gameplay, uh, there's been quite a few Marvel's Avengers game. Uh, so you can definitely kind of look through kind of the various ones that have been launched. Uh, there's a more recent one that came out that stars Kamala Khan. Uh, there's definitely been some elements of the gameplay of that particular one that have been mm-hmm. debated, especially in the gamer world. Uh, and there's definitely some things that are lacking there. But coming back to the, the premise of, of this miniseries is about how to try to get your kids off of Fortnite. If they're Marvel kids, they've watched all the movies. This is like the perfect way. Cause it's like, it just feels like you're playing in a movie. You get to play with your favorite characters. They've got all the abilities. And while they don't look exactly similar, they're like close enough. And then you get to play with some new characters. You get introduced to new Marvel characters that aren't in the movies. So there's just a ton to discover in terms of from a kind of a nerdy fan perspective. Uh, in terms of kind of the actual gaming, I think there's some definitely some stuff that that's that's missing there for sure. Uh, but depending on the level of gaming that your kid does, like it should be fine. Like for for the average gamer, it should absolutely be fine. You'll have a ton of fun playing it. Yeah, it's um, it's it's funny because that one I I, I actually pre-ordered. If you're talking about the, the Marvel Avengers that came out very recently on on yeah. all of them, right? The, yes. Um, actually, I had it pre-ordered on Amazon um, back. In, I think they announced it back in, I think March, early early 2020. They announced the game, and I went. They've been yes. talking about it for a while. Yeah, well, they were talking about it for a while, but I think they, yeah. the, the the actual trailer and everything dropped back earlier this year. Yes, and, yes. Um, I tried a demo, and it's like you said, there's something that's lacking in it. I couldn't quite put my say what it was, put a finger on it, but um, it's and I actually you know cancelled my pre-order uh, for the game, and I think they they, they were a lot of. Um, um, 
press release uh, that came out the last couple of weeks, you know, from who made the game? I can't remember. I think it's from um, Square Enix, who's the, the creator of um, Final Fantasy series. Um, and they came out saying, you know, obviously our sales expectations were not matched for this game. We did not recoup the money um, they've invested into the into producing the game, which right. is a bit sad. Uh, which is actually quite rare these days for big AAA video games, like yeah. production video games. Um, which leads me to my next point, uh, which is why right now for Black Friday, if you're listening to this on Black Friday or Cyber Monday or whatever it is these days, um, yep. it's going for very cheap. It is oh, cool. actually now on sale more than half price. So right now, if you're in the UK, for example, you can pick it up for £25. I would expect it would be the same on, um, if you yeah. check on Amazon in the US, they'll probably be around the same price. But saying that, my I came from playing Spider-Man and getting my kids to play Spider-Man also. Yeah. Yeah. So you made the jump from Spider-Man, which is a, a, a beautiful, extremely well-produced uh, game with a great storyline behind it to the uh, Marvel Avengers game. It's, it, there's a bit of a gap there. But if you buy that for your kids and they're huge Marvel fans, like just go right ahead. They'll, they'll, they'll enjoy it. But I think if you got to play Spider-Man first... <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Think and if and if it's for yourself, if you're listening to this and it's for yourself, maybe think about it twice. Try the demo, download the demo. There's a demo available on um, the Xbox Store and PlayStation Store, so that you know, by all means, do that. If it's for your kids, for twenty something dollars pounds, just go right ahead. It's 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 dirt cheap for that, for what you'll get. Uh, and, and I think what they're gonna say is, don't get Spider-Man and Marvel. Because <laughs> like, um, one is one is not, clearly superior. Yeah. Uh, but one, if you want is, like yeah. not not to spend the big bucks, then just like get the Marvel game, get them into it. They want a breadth of characters. Your kids want to play all the mm-hmm. different characters. Or in the case of like, hey man, like one of the lead characters is Kamala Khan, right? It's like if yeah. if if you're a family that whether it be Muslim or like not Caucasian, uh, this is a great opportunity for your kid to actually see someone that looks like them on on video games and be able to play right. And sometimes that that I think we've talked about in episodes before. Sometimes that representation matters more than the actual success Quality, of the game. Yeah. It's like we we got one in there, and hopefully, once again, this game can crawl so that others can run right, and hopefully, better exactly. titles will come with diverse characters coming up. So I've seen. I've seen I've seen that with the um, um, the way people reacted to Miles Morales um, being a game and being released and being a, an, an extremely good game. Um, so if you go on, on Twitter, especially, you see a lot of people that um, have used the um, Miles Morales um, hashtag to say how proud they were about their origins and how they can relate to Morales and yep. his way, his backgrounds. And, you know, it's like seeing the flag on screen and seeing how you know for example something simple like him uh, speaking spanish to his mom and a lot of people could relate to that oh, amazing. Um, that, was, that was great you know there's a bunch of phone calls that he does is like half of it is in spanish and the other half is in english and i think that's great you know it's it's it i, I keep saying the same like representation matters and you said it also it's um and it's very true you know and again like you said that was a great point it's it's even if the game is average, average plus, I think I think Marvel is uh, Marvel Avengers is not a bad game. It's not, what, it's not what I'm saying, right? It's it's a great game, but it, I think it's the expectations around it. Um, yes, were huge. very high. Um, yeah. Like everything that is is done with you know everything that has the 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 the, the name Marvel attached to it these days. Yeah. You know, if you, if you put if you're gonna have something Marvel related, you gotta bring yeah. it. 
Yeah. Well, it's like if, if you look at stuff like, uh, for example, like Solo, the movie in Star Wars, mm-hmm. it, it was a movie that had so much hype around it. And then it was arguably the most disappointing Star Wars movie. But if you pick up and watch that movie just as a movie on its own right, don't consider it in the kind That's of Star Wars world. Movie, yeah. It's it's a fine movie. Like it's super yeah. entertaining. Like I was I was never bored watching it in any way. But there, there's some stuff they could that, that I was like, it's less that they that I wanted more. Just some stuff that actually I think they could have cut out that was kind of like oh, yeah. eh. And they probably given uh, Donna Glover a little more screen time. Um, yes. But um, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's it's the same premise, right? It's like sometimes stuff can be appreciated not based on the hype, but just based on what it actually is, right? So uh, cool. Very true. But, I think we I think we got it all. Right. That gets us there, man. Cool. So uh, uh, until next time, uh, check out the next episode where we talk about Nintendo Switch. Uh, see you yes. soon, guys. Have a good one. Bye.